everyone, this is Niu Niu, and uh, happy the last day of 2020. <laughs> and I'm Tony. Thank you so much for joining us for this Music Talks digital concert. We have a little performer here. Yeah, she's our first musician. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? My name is Yang Chen. How old are you? I'm seven years old. Seven she's seven years, years old. That's wow. so young. And how long have you played this? Two years. You've been playing it for two years, so started around five. <laughs> wow! I think she deserves a little gift yeah, for her performance. So this is a perfume pouch that will keep you lucky and happy and safe the entire year of 2021 <laughs> and many years after that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> and I've been with the program for about a year now, and at first I wasn't sure the music would have an appeal on me because, well. I'm not Chinese, and also I don't have a background on the instruments. But, but you're an expert now. <laughs> totally an yeah, expert. After time and after these amazing interviews with all of these different instrumentalists, I had a change in perspective. And hopefully after today, you will too. I'm pretty sure that you will. Our first instrumentalist is a Guzheng master. And for the Guzheng, it is very beautiful with a nice flow on the structure, and it has a lot of strings. Oh, you hear that? Oh, so beautiful, very, right? Yeah, very beautiful. And I have no idea how to play it. See, you too, you're really good. And yeah. you might understand it as a Chinese zither. It has a really long history, I think back in Tang Dynasty, which is around 600 a years A really AD. long time ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or Whenever you use the word <laughs> dynasty, it's a really long time. Okay, uh, during Tang Dynasty, Guzheng has become one of the most popular music instrument then, and now I would say it is still one or maybe the most popular traditional Chinese music instrument around the world. Mm -hmm. A little bird told me that when she performs overseas, she didn't even have to bring her own because local theaters has Guzheng, they have Guzheng and they provide it to her. Wow. So, so it's made really its mark nice. all over the world, huh? All over the world. Yeah. And this little bird is actually our first musician. She is with China National Traditional Orchestra, which is well, I would say the orchestra you want to be if you play traditional Chinese music mm, instruments. The best of the best. The best of the best. They have been dedicated in promoting Chinese music, Chinese traditional instruments for a really long time, and they've done a great job there. So she is the lovely Guzheng instrumentalist, Miss Miao Qing. 大家好,我是来自中央民族乐团 Hi, I'm Miao Qing from the China National Traditional Orchestra. I'm very glad to be here today to talk about the instrument called the Guzheng. The Guzheng originated in the Warring States period over 2,500 years ago. Let's listen to its sound. Let's listen to the treble first. It's crisp, it's very bright and beautiful. Now, the alto section. It's more mellow and fulsome. Yes, it's very gentle and more subdued. Now to the bass. Feel steady. It also has a double bass. So far it's manageable, seems like I can do that. That's not playing it, you know that, right? <laughs> right. We're only making a demonstration, a casual stroke. Produces the beautiful sound of running water. Let's try it now. Oh, okay, so this kind of melody, okay. Yes, from so. this. 
You're good. Yes. Oh, okay, and I got it. Again. From here. And the. Uh, yeah. Uh uh. Don't ask me to play it all over again because I don't remember. Thank you. 
band, it was Miss Miao Qing, and the last piece you、mm. heard is a very important and very, I'll say, famous one. Yu Zhou Chang Wan, fishing at sunset. Fishing at sunset. You can hear the fishermen. Sometimes they're relaxed, enjoying the view. Sometimes they're working really hard,、mm. and that <laughs> is amazing. Let's talk about the next music instrument because I just cannot wait. Yeah, this is the king of、uh, new of Chinese instruments, right? It is, pipa. Pipa.、Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you got to teach me how to open the fan like that. Yeah,、That's、later、cool. I will.、Mm. And since we call it the king of the instrument, we got to have a king. To the instrumentalist. Oh yes, the grandmaster, right? We've got a grandmaster, <laughs>、mm. and he is absolutely amazing. He plays up to three hundred music instruments, including a leaf, guys. Okay, <laughs> he put a leaf to his lips, and he played a song for me. And I, I tried, but of course, I failed miserably. But it was, <laughs> it was an experience. Now it's time to welcome one of the four kings of traditional Chinese music instrumentalists, and you can guess who he is. All right, moment of truth. Did you guess who? Tada! Mr. Fang is joining us today, and we feel very, very lucky. Yes, it's a. I love the people. I'm so glad to be here for this. Where are you from? I'll take you home in a minute. Some other countries. We will turn back the clock with a visit to ancient India. There were the Sita and Tabla in ancient India. India. Oh, this song's yeah, India. Yeah, India. Yeah. Wow. Got some percussion in there too. All right.、Yeah. <laughs> Let's go visit our neighbor, Japan. Oh. Sounds like the koto. It is a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Oh man, that's beautiful. <laughs> Let's go to Spain. Flamingo. Spain, right? Yes, yeah, Spanish style. Yeah. Let's visit our neighbor Vietnam, the Du Xian. Now let's go to Western countries. We have classic guitar. And folk guitar.、Wow. That's guitar, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's guitar. Sure. <laughs> Tour, Xi Jinping. I know this song. Yeah, me too. 
I don't, I don't know the title. <laughs> The pipa comes from the region between the Euphrates and Tigris rivers. Let's go to Mesopotamia to have a look. The pipa can represent thousands of troops. How does he train his fingers to do that? It's a lot of um, passion and, um, and, and uh, feeling. And I feel like we've heard like the harder element of the instrument. Could you show us some, uh, some of the softer side? I feel like when he's like really getting into it, I feel like I get into it too. It's very touching. That was the pipa grandmaster, Mr. Fang Jinlong. And you are watching a 2021 New Year online concert on all of our platforms here. So pipa is the uh, instrument you play in your arms, mm, and right. he would be down, pa would, be, would up. be up. Mm -hmm. But what about if your if your fingers are moving in and out like this? Would this be considered a pipa? No, that's not a pipa. And from your movement, I would. Well, guess that you're talking about kunghou. Ah, uh, yes, the Chinese harp. It looks like a harp, but it has right. two rows of strings, mm. and it gives this heavenly sound with it. So it's like the harp's Chinese elegant sister, huh? Harp's Chinese <laughs> elegant sister, kunghou. So for kunghou, it again has a long history for a really long time as well. Mm. And for kunghou, I think it's first documented in the spring and autumn period. 
So the BC time. So a really long time. A really Thousands long time of ago. years ago. As for the lady we invited, she is a really high-profile lady. Yeah. I would say she's the go-to lady. And if, she's very, very graceful. If you're thinking about Kong Hou. And I feel like I, I give this instrument the nickname the nerve tonic. Oh, nerve tonic. tonic. Oh, I like that nickname. Yeah. And um, after the performance, you can see why. Exactly. Let's welcome the harp's elegant Chinese sister, the Kong Hou, and the graceful and the beautiful Miss Wu Lian. Hi, Niu It's so great to meet you again. Hello, Hello Tony. Very relaxing. Puts me in this um, really, I guess you could say, soothing, calm, soothing yeah. mood. Um, and that, I think that's the appeal that the Kong Ho has. Is there any tunes that can be a bit more, I guess you could say, have a certain rhythm where people feel like they want to dance? Of course. Can you show us? It portrays the scene of young men and women expressing their love during a bonfire dance party. So this elegant Kong Ho can also make people want to get up and dance. It's very impressive. Can a traditional Chinese musical instrument like this also be used to play some music that our global friends are familiar with? Yes. I'll play a song that people from all over the world are familiar with. Enjoy. Like it's um yeah. I think it's Scottish. 
Hold on, sign. Oh yeah, in Chinese it's called 友谊地久天长 So friendship forever. Friendship forever. It's a fitting title for our show today. Yeah, good title. <laughs> yeah, this year, 2020, has been a roller coaster for everyone. And、um, if you were to play a song for this year, what, what would it be? I want to choose a famous Kongho song, Plum Blossom, in three movements. During this wintry season, what we have experienced this year, what people from all over the world have been through, I think we can be inspired by the spirit of the Plum Blossom. That just puts you in chillax mode. <laughs> I mean, it certainly did for me. It's like she strummed all of the tension and anxiety out of my system. Chillax, huh? Yeah. You're now making up words. <laughs> so now you know why I call it the nerve tonic. I feel、oh, like I just、yeah. had a massage right now. 
So I, I think what we've been you know, exposed to so far is a lot of individual uh, performances, but coming up next, we actually have a dynamic duo. To oh, present. yeah. I'm really that's excited true. to present these guys. They're really awesome. They're really awesome. Yeah. We have Mr. Ding Xiaokui for the Deeds and Mr. Feng Mantian for Zhuan. I am a Feng Mantian, a RAM player. Uh, I am Ding Xiaokui, a Xiao flute player and a long-term partner of Master Feng. <laughs> we are like brothers. <laughs> so from my observation, um, your instruments here, they, this one resembles the flute, and this one kind of resembles the uh, guitar. So how would you say they differ? The Chinese Xiao flute has a history of thousands of years. It is deeply rooted in Chinese culture. Among these instruments here, we have the most ancient bone flute, which is almost 9,000 years old. This is made of a piece of wing bone from an eagle or a crane. <laughs> Going hunting? Very tribal. Very tribal. And yeah, it's yeah. like they're hunting or giving directions or something. That sounds just like a bird. Yes, it is an ancient means of communication. Later, smaller pieces of bones were used to make whistles. They were used to send signals when there was a prey or when it was time to return. Sending a signal. Yeah. Exactly like a bird. That's a very happy bird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gradually, by the Tang and Sun dynasties, the Xiao flute became popular, especially in court music. The Dizi flute. This one sounds more mellow and full. Uh, 
puts me at ease. Very yeah, beautiful. Very beautiful. And it makes me remember some costume drama. Junai and Monkey King. It is a bit like the golden cudgel used by the Monkey King. The weapon of the Monkey King, apparently. It can produce a very deep sound. There is another instrument with a history of 4,000 or 5,000 years. It is also very popular in Chinese pottery culture. It is called Xun. It's called Xun, actually. Sounds like something you'd hear in a a monastery or something. Yeah. Let's have Master Feng talk more about his Ran. The Ran originated in the Qing dynasty when the Great Wall was built on a large scale. It has the shape of an ancient rattle drum. Later, strings were added to the rattle drum. This instrument is called Qing Han Zhi. It was also used in the armies during the Qing and Han dynasties to issue orders. At that time, in China, pipa was not a nun, but a description. The downward motion was called P and the upward motion was Pa. Any instrument played like this was called P Pa. It can also sound like a guitar. It is a versatile. You can play many other tunes. These classical Chinese instruments can also interact and blend with this era and other civilizations. With these instruments, we can express our heartfelt love and longing for nature and universe. Master Feng, I know you've spent a long time restoring the original Ran. You have made many changes and improvements to the instrument. So the one in your hand is... It's been improved. When people talk about Chinese music, they talk about lingering tones. Without it, the music lingers. After hearing this music, people will go further to explore their instinctive feelings. Music allows you to perceive and feel. The best way to know a nation is to appreciate its music, because the music symbolizes the nation's characteristics. You can feel the views and values of this nation. Has it been preserving what it values since ancient times? Is it brave? Is it sincere? Is it confident? With such a mentality, we join other nations and create a happy life together. (laughs) 
Northwestern Chinese style. It's very beautiful. Rock and roll, funk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what language that was. It was emotion. The character Yue in the Chinese word Yin Yue means healing people's emotions. I think the reason people get sick is mostly due to their emotions. So if we feel better emotionally, we will get well physically. Let's use the Chinese concept of healing emotions. When you stop worrying and feel safe, all parts of our body will be self-healing. So hopefully after that, you can see the energy that these two gave off. As he said, you know, emotion, music is emotion, and we yes. all have emotions, so you can all feel it. The next instrument on the roaster oh, is yeah. something cool. This is uh, really unique for the untrained eye. It may look like a 20-barrel <laughs> hand cannon. <laughs> well, it's only to you. I know it's an instrument, oh, not a man. gun. Oh, man, it looks really like, I mean, when he pulled it out, it was like, whoa, it made me feel a little <laughs> bit nervous, but it's actually a very wonderful and exquisite wind instrument. Yes, it is called Sheng. It is also one of the oldest instruments in China, and it has a very unique place in a royal courtyard and yeah, in ceremonial. ceremonies. So for more on Sheng, allow me to hand it over to Mr. He Yuan, the Sheng Master.
Hi, I'm He Yuan, a national class A instrumentalist with the China Broadcasting Performing Art Group, also a music producer. Glad to be on this show to talk about the earliest and most traditional Chinese wind instrument, the shen. <laughs> I have to say for you guys, because for your sake, we have adjust the volume a little bit,、mm. but it's overwhelmingly loud. loud, really loud, <laughs> but really impressive. Awesome. I think it's a little bit like a agoda. It's amazing. I've never seen anything、yeah. like it. It looks kind of. I mean, it looks. There's so many pipes and tubes. It's like、yeah. the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> of wind instruments. So the muscles and everything,、yeah. huh? Very cool. The main feature of the shen is that it can not only produce a single note, but also chords. Various techniques are also employed. For example. In my opinion, the shen is characterized by its ability to harmonize. As an inconspicuous instrument, it plays an important role in orchestra. So we not only need the treble shen, but also the alto shen and the bass shen. The group can mix with all the other instruments. It plays an important role in harmonizing the orchestra. There are plenty of techniques for the shen, like the single note you mentioned. It can play chords, glides, and trills. It can also imitate the sounds of birds, like phoenixes flying in the sky. The next piece that he's going to perform is called "The Phoenix Spreads Its Wings."
And that is Mr. He Yuan playing with the sheng. <laughs> the sheng is also played in like ceremonies yes. and ritual situations, but we have another instrument that's actually. Quite the same, right? Well, actually, it's same in a way because it's also very, very old, has、mm. a long history, and it is considered that the instrument you have to know how to play if you're a traditional Chinese gentleman. Yet, it can be also very different because it's not supposed to be played to audiences. It's supposed to be played to please yourself, to express your feelings for you only. Well, that sounds like it's a little bit of a status symbol, right? So, if you want to、yeah. be a gentleman, guys, you heard. That you gotta have a good chin. And the instrumentalist we got is Miss Lu Ning. She、mm. is very much loved in、uh, Chinese media as well. And、mm. I personally really, really like her. She is this, you know, bubbly, peppy, very sweet girl when you first met her, and then you realize how talented she is. My name is Lu Ning, and I play the good chin. It's said that the guqin has a history of over three thousand years. The guqin has three types of timbre. The first is the heavenly sound. That's the heavenly sound. Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. The second is the earthly sound, which represents the terra firma. The earthly sound. Solid ground. Base. The third is the merging of the essences of the heavens, the earth, and human beings. It's the sound of people chanting and singing. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, one distinction from、uh, this instrument has over others is that it、um, it's really quiet. Like you really have to listen, otherwise you won't hear. That's true. So if you had one song that you could play for our viewers、uh, to send them.、Uh, Best wishes for next year. What would it be? I'd like to play. How long will the full moon appear? It's also a beautiful poem written by Song Dynasty poet Su Shi to express a wish for a good life. Heard is Miss Lu Ning playing guqin, a very beautiful instrument. Very instrument, very chill worthy. What do you think? Very, yeah, you're <laughs> totally right. And for guqin, I think it's the instrument you want to learn if you. 
you know, want to have a more uh, peaceful, soft personality mm. or a state of mind. It can calm you down when you're too depressed or too thrilled. Yeah. It takes from the extreme to the center. It's good for your health. Yeah, it's very personal. As you can hear, it's not something that you'd probably play on the big stage where a lot of people can hear. It's really quiet, again, for uh, a smaller circle. And for some, it's an acquired taste, but eventually it's something you can work up to and eventually you can appreciate it very nicely. I love the Guqin. I love the Guqin too. Yeah. All these instrumentalists as well as China National Traditional Orchestra, they've mm. tried really hard to show people that traditional Chinese instruments can also play Western pieces. Yeah. It can dab in all the genres. But think if you like what they're doing with somehow in the foreign territory, I mean for the instruments, yeah how amazing it could be if you're listening to their classic pieces yeah. of what they do the best. That is why I would highly recommend Music Talks. Yeah, if you have time, check out the podcast. It's great. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and check it out. It's a really good podcast. And I think uh, something else I wanted to share um, about uh, Chinese music, or it's, so, it's pretty diverse in that you have a lot of different uh, cultures here. You know, you have about 56 or 57 different um, ethnic groups here. So all of them have their own cultural and musical expression. So I think that, you know, there's, there's lots to hear. There's something for, for everyone. And which brings me to the next group that we're about to introduce from Inner Mongolia, the Mongolian Plain. And yeah. their instrument is really interesting. It's called the horse head fiddle. And we have a really novel type of singing that I'd like you to check out on this next video. Exactly. So let's enjoy our last performers, the Shenjun Band.
Thank you. And that was the Shenjun Band, Shenjun Yuetuan. You just heard. Your instruments have horses on them. So, what what does the horse symbolize in your culture? Mongolians love horses. Also, during ancient wars, horses were widely used. So, the horse is a very important totem for Mongolian people. Our instruments make use of the significance of the horse in our culture, so it is called the horsehead fiddle. There are many other Mongolian musical instruments, like the aforementioned kormus. Also, these intangible cultural heritages, including Mongolian throat singing, the long tune, and the Mongolian drum, they are all unique Mongolian instruments and musical expressions. That sounds like a horse. This is the sound of a horse trotting. I can hear that. That sounds like a horse. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been interested in Mongolian music. Can you tell us a bit about throat singing and then demonstrate? Many people call it throat singing, but it is in fact not being sung. The literal translation from the Mongolian language is laughing. In fact, it was originated in ancient times. At that time, there were mystical monks in the palace who performed rituals and prayed for good weather, so they would imitate the sounds of nature, like the sound of a waterfall, the sound of a babbling stream, the sound of the wind whistling in a cave, as well as some animal calls. It has slowly evolved into the present-day art form. Relax here is like. Okay. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can feel your twice. Not that. But you're you're getting there. Shenjun Band has prepared a song for the upcoming year of 2021. Let's enjoy. Spring is here.